0: Welcome to Virtue's brand of wrestling on BigVeto.com and the Big Veto brand. I am Virtue here, and I believe this is episode number 23. Uh, At the very end, we'll talk about, yeah, that was really fast. My movie of the week, kind of a sort of a little rant. But before then, I want to talk a little bit about professional wrestling. It is October 15th. It's Monday night. It's about 740 40. Uh, by the time I get done recording this, I'll be turning on Monday Night Raw. And here's my problem: WWE in October. I remember during the Attitude Era, even before then, back to the Golden Age. It it seems like they would ramp things up with the spooky and the creepy. You know, we'd have the Undertaker, Mankind, um, Kane. You know, just good stuff like that. They brought in Hell in a Cell. And they have so many characters today that could benefit from the month of October and Halloween. And what do we get? We get, at the end of this month, Evolution, all-female pay-per-view, which I'm fine with. But October, like, they could have did that another month. And you have, guy, you have a guy like Bray Wyatt, creepy, spooky, a character they totally, totally castrated and basically ruined it. It could have been something huge. Creepy, dark character. He's on he's basically creative as nothing for him, whatever, refreshing it up. He could benefit right now from being featured in a nice angle this month of October. Demon Finn Balor. Oh, 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 oh. Finn needs everything he can get. He's an indie wrestler that has an eight-pack, whatever. The females like him. Some dudes like him too. This guy, the demon gimmick could be portrayed something cool this time of month. But oh, wait, there's no major pay-per-view other than the female pay-per-view this month. So what does Finn get? A program with Bailey? because Sasha Banks is hurt. This is WWE creative. Look, I like the talent. If I'm not a big fan of Finn Balor, I like the demon gimmick. But if you can't write to the talent strengths and produce them properly, you're going to get boring, stagnant TV like we've talked about over and over and over again. And I've had people come at me on Twitter that say, well, so-and-so is not talented, One Roman Reigns. Then how has he employed by WWE? How is he headlined four consecutive WrestleManias? And why is Vince McMahon... Allowing him to be in that spot for so long if he's absolutely not doing anything for WWE and Vince McMahon, that's where I call bullshit. You can see, you know, the haters can say, well, Roman is, Vince won't give it up and he'll keep pushing him until something good happens. So with that said, could you do something cool with the shield? This Halloween gimmick, you know, give it something spooky and creepy with that. I don't know what you would do. Um have Ambrose go loco, like finally turn him heel, right? Something that's needed. P- people now wanted Ambrose to turn heel all this time through the injury. He comes back. Well, no, I'm not so sure. No, do, do it. Turn him heel. Have him get dark and sadistic like the Joker, you know, like Heath Ledger Joker. But, I, you know, obviously don't rip off that character. But you know what I mean. Character develop Ambrose to be – a lunatic fringe for once. An actual lunatic fringe. And I'm telling you, October is just the perfect month to do stuff like this. But instead, WWE would rather feature a women's pay-per-view at the end of the month, which, okay, we'll talk about you know the women coming up here in a few minutes. And, of course, the crown jewel event in the beginning of november which now what's going to happen is is it still going to take place is ww going to move you can't really just move a big stadium event like that um, i mean even though it went from a bigger stadium to a smaller stadium over there some people are saying because the tickets wouldn't sell then i heard reports that one stadium's getting renovated and something's happening so they're moving all the stuff from that venue to the smaller one I don't know what's going on with the the scandals of you know murdering journalists or whatever over in Turkey and Saudi Arabia. Um, WWE already did a trip over there. Obviously, we know they won't let the woman the women compete, which is kind of shady. But I think you're too far into it now. WWE, you need to go forth with this. How it affects your future shows there? Maybe you pull back after you do this one because you're kind of already committed. And then maybe you start going back to see if you can do a big show in China. Go to England, right? Go to Canada. And then, you know, go back to India. Um, last time they were in India, they were, they were trying to push Jinder. That's not a guy you need. you, you got to push Roman. A lot of people over there like Roman. Push Roman and Braun and Lesnar. So there's plenty of places they can continue to do these stadium events. It seemed like Super Showdown was a hit in Australia. This is how they're making a lot of their money today. Um, And let's not forget, with their low ratings between 2 and 3 million, and that's just the broad number these days, they still found a way for USA Network and Fox Network to pay them money. Because overall, 2 to 3 million viewers, that's a lot for a cable television show in 2018 a basic cable i heard conan O'Brien's show doesn't even draw a million people on tbs his late night show i'm not for sure on that cable shows just aren't drawing like they used to so apparently two to three million is good yeah okay let's sign you up for more raw wwe says the usa network fox on a friday night wow if we can get two and a half million to watch wrestling on our network on a friday night okay let's sign you up so apparently those numbers are good enough, right? Or they wouldn't have thrown this money. There cannot be that bad of stooges in the executive positions at Fox and USA. I'm, You know, we've had plenty of stooge executives over the years. Sears Holdings, Kmart, okay, Eddie Lampert, idiot. Um, who else? I'm sure there's been other ones at other companies too. That's the one that comes to mind. Just people that don't change with the times, and we see businesses go out of business all the time. Blockbuster, um, BlackBerry didn't go out of business, but they no longer s- solely make phones, they do software, uh, a third party makes their phones, and they're basically just Android now. So you can see when you don't stay up with your competition, you know, Blockbuster versus Redbox and Netflix. BlackBerry versus iPhone and other Android devices. But WWE doesn't have that problem because there is no competition. All the indie groups together, that's not competition. They get together once or twice a year to sell out an event in Chicago in Madison Square Garden. That's not competition. Until you're weekly against the WWE with monthly events against the WWE, like WCW used to be, there's no competition. Therefore, WWE can actually not make their product any better they can keep it status quo look what happened when vince was severely threatened in the mid-90s from wcw when bischoff had ted turner's pocketbook created the nwo brought in all those old stars or you know current stars from the wwf wcw won ratings for what 83 weeks or so and then all of a sudden vince mcmahon had to change his approach brings in a new team of writers, or or Vince Russo, Ed Ferrara, Shit Cans, Jim Cornette, and now you have the Raw magazine that Russo was writing became the television product, and at that time it was what was needed for WWE F, and they ended up winning the ratings war, and eventually Vince bought WCW. So Vince McMahon adapted when he needed to. He doesn't do it. While the status quo is status quo, does this make sense to to my fans out there? You know all the Virtuites, By the way, follow me on Twitter at NoDQ underscore virtue. You get it. We interact back and forth. You understand. You know that I support the talent. I'm not happy with creative, but like I'm sitting here and it's October, and we'll probably the the only cool. Creepy thing we'll probably have this month on a Raw close to Halloween is a match where these pumpkins get smashed over and candy corn gets thrown out and someone gets choke slammed on candy corn. That's what they're gonna do because they're rated PG. I'll go as far to say as WWE is rated G. You got Demon Finn Balor. Nope. He could make his first ever appearance on Raw leading in leading into this month and have a good main event match at the end of a Raw. Nope. How, how about Bray Wyatt comes back versus Demon Finn Balor to main event a Raw the week of Halloween? And like Bray does, put Demon Balor over. Demon Balor stays undefeated. We get to see both of them. Cool, creepy, but build it up. But no, let's just, let's, let's shelf Bray. Let's put Finn with Bailey. That's what WWE does. Now, are there any cool females that could have a creepy gimmick? Perhaps Ember Moon, the werewolf vampire thing that she's got going on. Um, That could be kind of a cool. She could have something cool featured for this month. A nice feud. Maybe turn her heel. Have her get a little gothic and do crazy stuff and... The lights go out, and, you know, it worked so well for The Undertaker for years to where Vince McMahon allowed him to win at WrestleMania for all those WrestleManias. I'm I'm saying creepy is good in wrestling, and WWE has certain characters that are just floundering, but in a month like this, right, where you got the cauldrons and the the devil jack-o'-lanterns, you could really – have something cool with some of these wrestlers. And and a lot of it could carry over, and they people could end up saying, wow, that's cool, and they become a hit. But it's too creative to, to the team of writers that Vince McMahon has for them to think that way. It's too much. They just want to get to TV on Monday and Tuesday, just deliver their show, have a couple things with their main eventers that might pop the crowd, and then that's it. Could you imagine? And that's my new, I love saying, could you imagine? Elias. By the way, I think Vince Russo says that a lot. Elias sitting in there playing some creepy song. I always want to think Inagata DeVita is a creepy Halloween time song. I don't know why. I saw Home Improvement back in the day where um, they had the Halloween party at Tim Allen's house, and I remember them playing Inagata the DeVita. So that's why I think I always think of that song in the Halloween time. But have Elias doing something like that. And just to build up Kane and Undertaker, uh, and if Kane can't make it because he's a mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, have Undertaker show up and just could you, like the, the on a Raw, Undertaker shows up just to confront Elias, just to do a little spot, maybe a choke slam and a tombstone or just whatever, and then cuts his promo on Sean and Triple H. Do it. It would be great. Now, if Noel gets this posted and something like that happens on Raw tonight, this was recorded at 7:52 p.m. before Raw even started. So, but for other females, I mean, what are you doing with Asuka? You know, she comes out with the mascot. Oh, you put her with Naomi. Have Asuka turn heel against Naomi, and then have her become like a just a, a dark Japanese anime, evil figure type thing. And and again, Creepy has always been cool in wrestling. That's why Kane had a great run. Undertaker, remember Mankind before he became Mick Foley? He was a sadistic Mankind, and he had great matches with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker that way. Bray Wyatt, we it seemed like he was going to be that next dark figure in WWE until they completely buried him. the The gimmicks have always been there for... For evil, for pure evil, like Dr. Loomis in Halloween called Michael Myers. Pure evil. They, they always had that. Some gimmicks like the the anti-Undertaker, who was like an all-white Kevin Thorne, uh, whatever they called him back in the day, and I know he came back to ECW as a vampire. Okay, some of that didn't work. Kazarni, like an evil carny guy. Some Some of those didn't work. The Boogeyman was short-lived. You think we can see Boogeyman on the episode of uh, 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 the Halloween week? That would be cool. They've done that before. that That's what WWE gives us, just a quick appearance like that. Oh, it's Halloween. Let's have a match where people break pumpkins over each other's head, and then we'll bring in the Boogeyman, and then he'll eat worms, and that's all we'll do. But they, they could get so creative. Like I said, they could push Ember Moon right now this month. They could make a star in Ember Moon. Um, you could have Demon Finn Balor and, and Bray have, like, Give them a feud out of nowhere, one that they never finished last year because the illness that went around. We were supposed to get Sister Abigail, Bray Wyatt probably in drag versus Demon Finn Balor, and Scrapped never did it. Let's do it. Let's get to getting WWE. Don't just throw things under the rug. This is a perfect time of year. I'm turning the channel. Hocus Pocus is on. All the Halloweens are on. The Texas Chainsaw Massacres, Nightmare on Elm Streets, the church. You still have to go see that in theaters. All of these movies are on TV. Spooky time. WWE is just putting together their PG slash B wrestling product, and all we get is a shield, which I like, by the way, and promoting evolution. Nothing creepy, nothing spooky. That's what I'm asking for: creativity this month. My birthday's October 30th. I love Halloween time. And I love having the Halloween stuff on, the music, the creepy. The, it gets cold outside. The leaves are blowing. You know, witches flying around. You, you know, and we might have a couple wrestlers. And they don't even do that. Anymore. Like, that would be disrespectful to so many fans if they let a couple of the female wrestlers dress as witches and stuff and have a match. Because they would say, oh, you're treating them like divas again. Costume party. But that stuff's cool. But Like I said, they could—they're dropping the ball, and I, it's already the middle of October, and I, I've seen nothing about them promoting any of their creepy characters other than Undertaker and Kane. But they're like brothers of destruction. like it's not there's nothing creepy about it, right? Versus DX, like that, and that's going to happen in Crown Jewel. There's just there's nothing creepy about it. Uh, do they have time? There's two weeks left, so I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Impress me the rest of this month, WWE. Um, By the way, over in TNA at Bound for Glory, I don't know what that finish was. Uh, Johnny Nitro, whatever the hell his name is, John Morrison won the TNA Impact Championship uh, against Austin Aries, and they did Austin Aries, the no-sell after the three-count got up, and I don't know if that's an angle or if he just walked out on the company there and and completely did some unprofessional work because that's basically not selling for Morrison, but – we will have to see what happens with this. I don't want to say it was a great work, uh, but I also don't want to say that it was legit. So I guess whatever you need to do to bring an extra 10,000 people to your product. But like I said, until Mark Cuban buys a wrestling company and becomes today's Ted Turner, WWE will never have truly legit competition. It would take Mark Cuban, maybe Billy Corgan, NWA, Ring of Honor, all to, to combine into one Fed and maybe get CM Punk back and have a couple big names like that, you know, Jericho that would just be like, be, be some big head turners. That would probably be the only way. But even then, even then, there's nothing guaranteed that they would get uh, a show on Monday night. Maybe it wouldn't even be Monday night. Maybe it would be another night. But we're never going to have competition where WWE is threatened ever again. Until a billionaire gets involved like Ted Turner, Um, I think we're just going to continue to have our underground stuff like Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, you know, New Japan, and that's going to be WWE's competition, which they don't see it that way. The only competition within WWE to me is the competition within its behind its curtain with Triple H and Stephanie trying to get, you know, pass Vince up uh, in running the company will Vince be in there until he's on his deathbed I swear to God Vince McMahon's gonna live to be 110 years old so the only competition in WWE is behind that curtain the politics that you know Vito can attest to this he's been he's been there Um, that's what keeps WWE running and that's the way the cookie crumbles so the movie of the week Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. I just get so frustrated with this movie because, in theory, it was okay with the the little theme song that played, the, the masks turning the kids into little demons and whatever happened to them, and it was like a big brainwash thing. As a standalone movie of the 80s, if this was just called Season of the Witch, I think it would be a cult classic. The fact that it's got the Halloween name on it and they they basically got rid of the Michael Myers character for one time, to me it ruins it. It's cheesy, it's hokey. It ruined the Halloween franchise. Those original two movies were magnificent. They should have just went on with a third movie, somehow figured out bringing Michael Myers back, Donald Pleasance. Yes, we did get it in four and five and six, but... This dropped the ball. This is how you kill a franchise. Everything since has been polarizing. Um, Four and five, even though it had the little girl in there, it was interesting, but it wasn't what the first two were. Six was a producer's nightmare. Um, The theatrical version was so choppy. I do like the producer's cut, by the way. I was a big fan of the the cult, the Curse of Thorn. Um, Then we had what, H2O? and then Resurrection, and then Rob Zombie did his too, which as standalone you know, re-envisionings I liked. Um, I do like Rob Zombie, so I know a lot of people did not like those movies. And, of course, we're about to get the new one with Jamie Lee Curtis again, and I'm just very critical of that. We'll see. We'll see. How will I rate it compared to the church? Everybody knows I maybe overrated the church, gave it a 3 out of 5, because I, I know Big Vito um, for being cheesy, horror but you know it does have Bill Mosley in it and uh, we'll see we'll see I'll I'll talk about Halloween after I see it maybe that'll be my movie of the week next episode um, even though I won't have a copy of it yet so but there you go Halloween 3 season of the witch um yeah check it out just don't consider it a Halloween movie just pretend it's just called season of the witch and I think you'll have enjoyment Um, if you watch the first two Halloweens and then watch this one you'll be like what the F so, I would, advise, I would advise if you binge watch all the Halloween movies, watch one, two, four, five, six, H2O Resurrection. And then take a break. Maybe watch the two Rob Zombie ones separately and then watch this one. Don't jumble it in with the actual series. They just use the success of the Halloween name to put out basically a CD list horror movie. But like I said, as a standalone movie that wasn't attached to the Halloween series. It would be a cult hit. So that's it for this week's Virtue's brand of wrestling on BigVeto.com and the Big Veto brand. So for Devil Pumpkinhead, I am Virtue. You can follow me on Twitter at DQ underscore Virtue. I will see you next week. Is brought to you by the Big Vito brand. You can check us out at bigveto.com or harlowinc.com.